0: You're listening to the Equine Forum on HRRN, presented by Twin Spires. Here's Paved on the outside of Muggeritz, and she takes command with a furlong to go. It's Paved in front. Muggeritz is second. Coming late is Blended Citizen. Paved has to go another 100 yards, but it looks like she's going to do it. And Paved has defeated the boys in the El Camino Real Derby under a beautiful ride by Drayden Van Dyke. City plan was second. Blended Citizen third. So the Southern California Invaders were one, two, three. Then came Muggeritz. And Choo Choo, the California Derby winner, was fifth to complete the Super High Five. Pave does it. And that's another win for the Sire Quality Road. How good is he right now? Pave looks like the real deal. And she takes the El Camino Real Derby.
1: Welcome back to the Equine Forum presented by Twin Spires. Mike Penna, Baron of the Backstretch, with you. On this Saturday morning, getting ready for the El Camino Real Derby this afternoon at Golden Gate. Paved, getting the victory in 2018 for trainer Michael McCarthy under Drayden Van Dyke. As you just heard, paved one of two winners in the race for Michael. He followed it up in 2021 with Rombauer. And as we know, he would go on to tremendous success after winning the El Camino Real. He's hoping for more of the same later today. Michael, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I appreciate the visit. Let's start by looking back, if you don't mind, by the, with those two wins, Paved and Rombauer, uh, both very, very special horses in different ways.
0: Yeah, it was nice to obviously win something like that with a filly. Uh, paved, we were kind of thinking outside the box. Timing was right. The filly, had just really had been blossoming. Um, obviously, as you know, Drayden at that point was um, – in high demand, he had been riding City of Light for us and a few others and um, was really finding his strength. It was really one of those deals where everything just kind of came together. Um, she happened to relish that surface up there. Um, you know, went on to have a fairly successful career on the turf after that.
1: And then Rambauer comes back, and after winning that race, eventually would go on and win the middle jewel, the Triple Crown, the Preakness. And I remember spending a lot of time with you, uh, here on the show, uh, when he won the Preakness and even before, and boy, you were just uh, rightfully so over the moon with this horse. Yeah, he had showed his hand a few times to us, even
0: you know early in the summer of that year um, when he broke his maiden, his final quarter of the kick he showed that day. Um, you know, we went ahead and tried him in the American Pharaoh here, and he he was. Fantastic, just narrowly getting beaten in the American pharaoh. Um, Fast forward, the spring of the year comes around. He had been to the Breeders' Cup. He had, you know, run here at Santa Anita or, I'm sorry, Keeneland and what have you. um, John and I had kind of come up with a plan, or John had sort of come up with a plan uh, to run in the El Camino Real. Horse was doing well at the time. We gave it a swing, and, uh, you know, it worked out fantastic. Worked out well. Horse, um, thanks to Kyle Frey, was able to get his nose down right at the wire and got us a brook to the
1: preview. Yeah, Ron Bauer, not the only grade one winner that you've had come through your stable. Names like Queen Goddess and Smooth Like Straight, CC City of Light, who won the Pegasus World Cup Invitational. Do you ever, Michael, take time to go back and appreciate those moments and maybe watch replays of those races?
0: A uh, little bit, you know. I've got a picture of Ron here in my office, and a couple pictures of City of Light, Queen Goddess. You know, those types. Of, those those days are fantastic days. They're they marquee races. You know, a race like the Pegasus mare Turf is, you know, in its infancy, but it's you know it's going to it's going to be an important race on the calendar going forward. Um, you know, any kind of Breeders' Cup race, any Grade One it, it is 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 great to win but you know a day like the preakness and the triple crown race is pretty special um once in a while i'll kind of put it on and go down memory lane but you always are trying to look forward and try to find the next ron bauer um hasn't come around yet but i don't think it's going to be too long before it does
1: do you think your entrant in this year's el camino real endlessly could potentially be the next ron bauer
0: uh, tackling a lot of different things here. First race off of a little bit of an extended layoff. We backed off on him a little bit after the Breeders' Cup, um, and he was not having much of it. Um, he was certainly showing a willingness to train around the barn here. Uh, so we got him started back slowly. Mother Nature has helped us out a little bit, where we've had a few unintended breaks and stuff like that. But, um, of course, is where he needs to be for his first start back of the year, a mile and an eighth. Um, on a synthetic surface, on a different racetrack, first time shipping to run. Um, So he's got some things stacked against him, but he's always been a quality animal. Um, We're looking at this more of a starting point. Whatever happens uh, on Saturday, if he were to win, I guess we'd have to figure out which way we want to go. But just basically wanting to get him started, wanting him to have a good experience and uh, see where that takes us for the spring.
1: I don't know if I've ever seen this before. You want to talk about consistency, Michael. Not only does Endlessly win each of his three career starts to begin to begin his career. He wins each of those first three. He won all three by two and one-quarter lengths. So when you look at the past performances, it's identical for each of those three races. It, I don't know if I've ever seen that before.
0: Yeah, I've noticed that as well. Um, just stance I guess, you know. Yeah. Uh, Things in the Breeders' Cup, I thought he would have won that by two and a quarter. Uh, never really got the drift. <laughs> Nothing ever unfolded. You know, he's a horse that's shown he likes to go ahead and stock and 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 come with a come with a pretty good turn of foot. Um, you know, in the last five sixteenths of a mile, quarter of a mile type thing. But um, for some reason, Breeders' Cup Day, he was up on the pace outside of horses, totally different than what he had shown us in his first three starts. And, little bit of a head scratcher but we move on from it
1: the ammermans the owners of endlessly have had so many good horses over the years how cool is it to be associated with them yeah to have a homebred like this um you know the oscar performance can't say
0: enough good things about him right now um he's a, a young sire on the move and he's getting horses that that are seemingly seemingly taking to the dirt as well as the turf so um Exciting to have a horse like this. Um, It looks like he's on an upward trajectory. Anytime I can get a horse by that sire, uh, I'm excited. Obviously, the Amelmans have put a lot of money into the game. Wonderful for California racing on a very, very nice farm down here in San Diego County or just north San Diego County. So um, to be able to represent them is, is really a feather in our cap.
1: Oscar performance standing at Millridge in Lexington has really gotten off as you just mentioned to a very fast start with his career he was known for his prowess on the turf as has been endlessly so far um you said you'll have options if he ends up winning the El Camino Real do you see him as a horse that can transfer that form to the dirt his works on the dirt have been have been steady
0: um solid if not you know I wouldn't, I'd say they've been solid, very workmanlike. Um, I haven't seen a lot of brilliance from him on the dirt, but our racetrack here in California is a little different, than a lot of places it's a little bit deeper, a little bit slower, so you don't see too many real fast, fast works here. But um, Horses has done everything right, very professional. Um, as I said, we'll see what happens Saturday before we start making plans to go
1: anywhere else. That is not the only stakes race you're going to be represented in this weekend. On Sunday, the Sweet Life Stakes will take place at Santa Anita. It's race number seven, and you will send out another very talented filly in this spot here. Um, Talk to me a little bit more about that race. Julia's Dream is the name of your filly.
0: Julia's Dream trained lights out for us all summer long, Uh, was a little bit under the radar in her first start. Uh, she had two gate works before she did make her first start. And I think both of them were each one better than the next. I think her second gate work before she ran, she worked a half mile, like in 46 and four. Um, and that's really the only time we let her run, obviously coming back six or seven days later and winning by five, sprinting on the turf is not something you see a whole lot of, but, um, she made easy work of it that day. Um, the Delbar debutante was hanging out there. Um, it's a great one. It's you know, certainly it looks good on a resume, but the Philly just never seemed to get the hold of the dirt that day, drawn down inside ran, you know, what I would call a lackluster seventh or eighth or what have you. But um took us a little time to get her back on the grass and get her kinda of right after that, but uh, she repaid us in spades, obviously, down at Del Mar that day. Then we decided to go ahead and send her to Turfway uh, and run the stake there uh, Christmas week. And, you know, overcame a lot of adversity, broke well, was inside of horses, um, inside of horses, outside of horses, um, got bumped around a little bit around the turn. And, you know, was, was steadfast and drew off to about a four-length victory that day. So um, a filly like her is always exciting. She trains well. Uh, Mother Nature's been against us, as I said earlier. We've had some rain delays here this week, but um, looking forward to getting our her started here at Santa Anita.
1: You know, when you get to the Bay Area for that El Camino Real at Golden Gate, the buzz is going to be about the San Francisco 49ers. Do you have a Super Bowl pick?
0: Um, yeah, it was the Cleveland Browns, but unfortunately they didn't get there again this year. Um, I... Uh, Gosh, i got to go with the California team. i got to go with – I'd like to see something different. I'd like to see the 49ers get it done. Um, Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is a generational talent, and Brock Purdy is a guy that's on the rise. Don't know what to make of it. Um, I don't don't have the opportunity to follow a lot of football as much as I'd like, but um, I think I'm going to go with the 49ers.
1: As a Pittsburgh Steeler fan, it didn't break my heart that the Browns didn't make it there either. I guess the Steelers and the Browns will be squaring off on the golf course somewhere this weekend as opposed to playing uh, in the Super Bowl. But um, why the Browns? Uh, just
0: I'm from Ohio. I've been raised out in California the majority of my adult life. But, um, you know, spent a lot of time there, summers there, things like that. Uh, Family members are Cleveland Browns fans. A little bit of a house divide. I've got an uncle that's a huge Steelers fan, so um, always been a, always been a Browns fan.
1: Next time, I want to interview your uncle.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, you better have a lot of time,
1: <laughs> Michael. I appreciate the visit. Good luck this weekend, and I'm sure we'll be talking again soon. All the best, my friend. Thank you very much. All right, that is trainer Michael McCarthy here on the Horse Racing Radio Network. Uh, great stuff. Yet, yeah, I mean, he's got a very talented runner um, in the El Camino Real coming up later today. Endlessly very, very good. Things didn't go his way in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf, but they certainly did in the first three tries to begin his career. A multiple grade three winner, and uh, we'll have the services of Umberto Rispoli later this afternoon. All right, when I come back, I'll take a look at a couple dates in racing history as they apply to this weekend and get you ready for hour number three. This is the Equine Forum on the Horse Racing Radio Network.